0: What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered, episode number 279. We're here on Tuesday, April 27th. Today we're joined by a special guest, our own Spencer Brown, the managing editor of townhall.com. Welcome, Spencer. Great to have
1: you here. It's great to be here.
0: All right, so let's talk about what's in the news today, which is the new CDC guidelines. And... Basically, they're now telling us that we have the freedoms to do things that we should have been doing the whole time, uh, which include not wearing a mask outdoors when you're by yourself. Although, I even think in a crowd outdoors is fine, but that's just my personal opinion. Um, So, yeah. That's the big development here. Now they're like, oh, yeah, you can be somewhat free again. But you have Joe Biden, who wears a fucking mask on a Zoom call. Yeah. Like... He's, what, he's
2: trying to lead by example, Storm. What message are you sending, though? Well, lead by example. You know, I'm Joe Biden.
1: <sighs> <laughs> but then today, when after the CDC announced the new, the new restrictions that say you can go outside without a mask if you're fully vaccinated and you're alone, Joe Biden walks out of the White House to go do a little press conference about this wearing
2: a mask outside alone. I have a theory about that, but I can't go into it. We'll get fact-checked. Well, luckily, they don't fact <laughs> podcasts That's yeah. true. That's so, true. It's because he's dead. Yeah, I was about to say. We've talked about this theory many times on here. Body before. double. The body double is limping though. I think the stem cells well, uh, didn't get creeped down into the leg. We're going to see know, what the
0: We're going to see what happens tomorrow night. I'm going to yeah. be interested to see what happens tomorrow night. But the bottom line here is, mm-hmm. it's long past time to reopen the country. Yeah. Like we have to get back to normal. Yeah. All of us here are vaccinated. Yeah. But. That, that doesn't mean, you know, you can't go back to normal even if you're not vaccinated. As you said the other day, yeah, we've reached herd immunity. Yeah, we pro- yeah we're there. There's
2: no I mean, doubt. We're there. We're there. There's no d- Look at how the cases are dropping off yeah. the cliff. And I know they tried. They, they, they keep trying to scare us with the variants. Well, mm-hmm. the, the, the UK variant isn't more lethal. It doesn't make you any more sicker. They talked about the spike in hospitalizations among young people. There is a spike in Michigan among young people, but nationally it's flat and relatively low. And this is it's gotten to the point where Nate Silver has to come out and be like, This 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 coverage is trash. Well, Matt, <laughs> I was told that
0: Michigan was one of the best prepared for this yeah. in the country. Oh yeah, well that Adolf, Whitmer did such a tremendous yeah.
2: job. Adolf Whitmer. Not so much anymore, huh? Yeah, now she's scrambling for help. Yeah. Because she keeps people inside. Keeping you inside is what's killing this country regarding COVID. That's a good point. It's a good point. I mean, I mean, Texas reopened over five weeks ago. No spike. Nix the mass mass mandate. No spikes. And uh, was and in Cal, uh, Florida has, is, you know, cranking along. There's no spikes there. There was no spike when CPAC happened. I'm pretty well, sure there's going to be Ron zero spikes. Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis oh, yeah. is responsible for everything. Didn't oh, you know that? Yeah,
0: terrible. Terrible man. Ron is single-handedly responsible he for COVID. He vaccinated the elderly first. Yep.
1: A monster. Nazi.
0: And... New York, by example, Mm. one of the lowest vaccination rates in the country.
2: I wonder why.
0: Maybe they should have had a few more publics up there. Yeah, exactly.
2: (laughs) Or not have a mob boss as governor.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, we could talk about Cuomo forever. (laughs) Um, Biden is giving his speech tomorrow night. And that's going to be interesting to see whether or not he can hold it together for a somewhat decently long address. I don't know how long it's going to be. They haven't previewed it. Which, well,
2: it can't be any longer, like I said, it can't be any longer than 99 minutes, because then the face of the body double oh starts God. to melt <laughs> off, and things oh start to my collapse, right, you right, know, right. fingers start <laughs> falling off, you know, na- the, the tendons start <sighs> to decay.
0: While I will say that your theory may have gained some credence...
3: Y'all know I'm right, Triggered
0: listeners. We still do not know <laughs> that he's dead. We'll see. We'll see. It very well could be well. that it's a body double. Yep. I mean, really, aliens exist now, yes. so... He, could yes. be. The UV Could light
2: be. for COVID? We don't me, even remember? know. That That, that was great. Anyway, back to... They're the, creating monkey, uh, <laughs> human monkeys. Oh, man. But they are, actually. They, creating are. <laughs> they are! They are! So, I mean. In China, they are.
0: Uh, back to the speech anyway. <laughs> what do you think, Spencer, is going to be talked about tomorrow? And obviously, it's going to be the laundry list of socialism, basically. But do you, do you find it interesting? I, I find it interesting that they haven't really previewed anything.
1: Well, right. And I think it's, it, it's it's a heavy lift in multiple ways, because, first of all, as we mentioned, he has to keep it together for however long he has to keep his eyes open and be able to read a teleprompter tomorrow night. But he also has to decide, you know, I think we're, we've talked about it in the office and we've written about it, but his approval stuff, you know, he still really hasn't found a lane that's clearly working for him. As far as this unity message that he came in with, you know, obviously in practice, it has not been a unifying thing. Bipartisanship has been redefined as just me saying what I want to do. And if you don't go along with it, you're a terrible person. And so he has to decide if he's going to try to swing at all more towards that centrist image that he tried to portray on the campaign trail, or if he's going to just say, everybody get on the bus. This is where we're going. And if you don't, I'm going to, you know, add states, get more senators, and I won't need you.
0: Well, they basically. I forget who said this the other day. Maybe it was Gutfeld or someone on Fox. It was like Joe Biden campaigned as a moderate, but it's governed as a socialist
1: completely mm-hmm.
0: and the whole unity thing went out the window. You talked about this. I love how I love how you tried to highlight Biden's refugee numbers. <laughs> as an optimistic point
2: <laughs> when we were on the show last
0: week hey. and I said, Matt, Matt, you're really digging deep here for this. And then He's what did he do?
2: The oh, yeah, he rescinded yeah. it. <laughs> he immediately reversed course because the socialists weren't yeah. happy. Yep. So Remember, it's a, it's a racist immigration policy he was clinging on to, so it had to be yeah. washed away.
1: AOC accomplished that with like two tweets that's all it took to get in the cave and so I I think what's going to be interesting is to see does he try to keep up the image that he portrayed on the campaign trail and just hope people haven't been paying attention to how he's actually been governing or is he going to have to kind of admit that he's not this unifying centrist figure and I don't know if if you've been paying attention you can't make that case seriously Exactly. but of course with the help of the media and everybody else he could actually still attempt to make that case
0: well, the, the narrative is so strong. You know, we, we've talked about this pretty consistently here, how the media can control the entire story in this country. And that's what they're doing for Joe Biden. You know, they cover for his potential health issues, not just during the campaign, but now. I mean, we very rarely see him, right? We went from having the most accessible president to pretty much the least accessible. I mean, even Obama was more accessible than this, yeah. right? Yeah. So o- Clinton
2: was more accessible.
0: Well, she also was never president. But in terms of in terms of
2: access to a candidate or, oh, or sort sure. of, of a public, you know, figure, I mean, she, I mean. And she even, was by even, four. Even with no press conferences after the wiping of the cloth moment, yeah, oh she was still more accessible. Well, than remember this guy. when she fainted at That's the 9 yeah. 11 memorial? Yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> uh, but this follows uh, a trend. Another body
1: double, though. Yeah. Supposedly immersive situations. Could be. Situation, yeah. Could so. be. Yeah. Today, to the point about him not being accessible, though, today, as he was trying to leave his weird little press conference about the new restrictions or the new relaxation of the restrictions on outdoor mask wearing, Two or three reporters, as they do, yelled questions. He answered one or two. Neither of his answers were coherent. No. And then he said, this is the last one. I'm going to be in big trouble. But, like, you're the president of the United yeah. States. That's you heard- the press. Trump would have stood there and taken questions yeah. and given actually really good answers mm-hmm. for 45 minutes maybe. Yeah. And instead, he's saying he's going to be in trouble if he answers another question.
0: I mean, Trump used to take hour-long press conferences. He would would give us a little tweet. I didn't want to do this with you people, but let's go. Let's go. I'm ready. Let's go. With totally adversarial questions. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, every single question was opposition to Trump, no matter what. You could just tell. Yeah. Now, Joe Biden, who's he answering to? Right? He's the president of the United States. If he wants to stay and answer a few questions, he's in control of the schedule. Yeah. It's not like he has a million other things on his schedule because we see it, and it's empty.
2: Well, nap time does take up a big part of his schedule.
0: Well, yeah. yeah. Literally the only thing on the presidential schedule today, basically, was this, you know, three minutes of remarks about COVID yeah. in which he walked out outside from being alone in the White House yeah. in a mask, took it off, gave his remarks, and then when asked about it, he was like, well, I took it off so you can see me not putting it back on. Yeah.
1: Like, uh, what? Uh, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I mean, I'd, you heard my reaction. out uh, yeah. The whole office was
0: going nuts about this. I mean, this.
1: That, that response made me very excited for tomorrow night's address. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, so back to that. I mean, I think I, I don't know how he's going to hold it together. I really don't know how he's going to hold it together. He's going to
2: forget things. He's going to forget people's names. He forgot the name of his defense secretary, like, right there.
0: I mean, it's just I my mean, personal opinion, but I really do think that they pump him full of drugs every time. Because there's no way yeah. that he goes from being, like, incoherent Joe to Joe of ten years ago giving yeah. a nationally televised presidential yeah. speech. Uh, Performance-enhancing drugs are a hell of a thing. Or to quote yeah. Rick James, yeah. cocaine's Co- a hell of a yeah. drug. Yeah. Yeah. Not maybe, saying he takes cocaine. Maybe he is? But, uh, no, he's definitely not. <laughs> yeah. Although Hunter always is. Hunter's uh, um, yeah. Um, or doing
2: Parmesan stuff. cheese. Yeah, Parmesan cheese. Depending Which, on by on the, the way, <laughs> another bad
0: hit for Hunter, cigarettes. yeah. Yeah, they're doing the ban. Not We're going to talk more about that on Thursday. Yeah, It's ridiculous. Nanny state bullshit. But it's it's a microcosm of what this country's going towards. In other news here with the Biden administration, John Kerry. So John Kerry allegedly... Don't know this to be true, but the New York Times reported it. And if the New York Times is throwing this liberal under the bus, there's got to be some pretty compelling well, evidence.
2: There are photos of him
0: with Zayef. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Like there are photos. He was, he was I mean, it was, and obviously this meeting obviously happened.
0: Oh, this is a nice push notification. Ooh. New York Post quote: "Have I touched people? Yes, Cuomo admits <laughs> as he's pressed on sexual harassment complaints." <laughs> <laughs> Man, wow. well, you know, it, it's. It's, it goes back to what we've talked about a lot. Yeah. There's, he's not going to be removed. No, he's not.
2: No. He, he knows, knows he's, knows he's the not going deal. He anywhere. Knows the deal. So Every-
0: now, now he's free to admit oh, all yeah. shit. Yeah.
1: Everybody has learned the lesson of what happened in like this three-year period between the time Kirsten Gillibrand was telling Al Franken he had to resign and get out of the U.S. Senate yeah. and everything that happened with the governor in Virginia. And you can wear a blackface or a clan hood or you know potentially Me Too someone. Uh, because I think like basically the entire statewide office rank within Virginia for a while there was under fire for those things and they just learned you just let it blow over and
2: if you're a Democrat yeah
0: it is the and model. will over, and
2: you'll yeah, be fine. And they so. had to, because if they all resigned, the Republicans would have taken over. <laughs> Which would have been great. That would have been ironic. And yeah. I mean, I think what a lot of that. Democrats actually admitted that. Like, no, they can't resign. Why Why not? Well, right. that means that the Speaker of the House was Republican at the, t- at the time. Yeah. The Speaker well, you of the you House of Delegates would, would, be, would be governor. It was mutually
0: assured destruction. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Northam had the blackface incident, and then... Yeah. Northam released the info on Fairfax yes. with the complaint, yep. and then someone, whether it be Fairfax or Northam, hit Herring yeah. with the black. Well, I think Herring yeah.
2: commented that like this is kind of inappropriate that the governor did this, and like, oh yeah, and then, and then days later he was like, oh actually, yeah, in yeah. College, <laughs> never I, I was mind, in yeah, so
0: was like never this, mind, it was a shit show. But yeah, so Kerry allegedly was giving top secret information yeah. about Israeli. Intelligence operations against Iran yeah. to Iran, yeah. which, in the grand scheme of things, is not too surprising. It's it's definitely crossing a Rubicon for any sort of Secretary of State be, to be doing that. But it's not that surprising because we know the Obama Biden Kerry coalition loves Iran. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, and they want to revive this shitty nuclear deal at all costs. And which would give
2: Iran the nuke, but that's okay. Well, they already have the nuclear. Well, they probably
0: do. I mean, that's they probably do. Yeah. you know, they've been doing it the whole time, <laughs> that's and true. that's why Israel is stepping up yeah. to you know take out with the their facility. Cyber with the, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So you now have Congress, only Republicans, obviously, calling for John Kerry to resign and saying this is just totally ridiculous. Uh, but
2: John Kerry denied it though, so that makes it not true. Yeah.
0: Well, according to the media, yeah. that's and, what and, and,
2: and Harvey Weinstein never raped anybody. Oh god! Based on that, you standard.
0: always got to get the worst analogies. You know? <laughs> out
2: What well, I mean, hey, he denied it, so it didn't happen. Yeah.
0: Well, that's basically Literally, the standard. They're that's going standard. With. Deny, that's deny, standard. Deny. You know, yeah, he
2: denied it. Oh, it didn't happen. He said, he said he said he said
0: so. That's what they're saying today. Yeah. John Guy never told
2: anybody either. He said so.
0: That's what CNN's <laughs> line is. Yeah, it's like, well, John Kerry denies yeah. this allegation. It's like, okay, well, are um, we going to like investigate yeah. this or? When, it,
1: when was that standard ever applied to President Trump? Never. never Any of the stories never. that were have since been completely debunked that were strongly yeah. confirmed by two yeah. or three other media sources. Yeah. And it was never. Oh, he denies it. So that's yeah. the answer. It was under fire. Trump, you know, scrambles to do X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z. Trump
2: denies he's a Russian asset. But is that true? We'll have right. Yeah. right. We'll have uh, Manu Rash. Uh, oh my God, and, he's the worst. You know, to tell us more in a minute just ridiculous. So, yeah, we
0: got some Republicans calling for his resignation. I don't think anything's going to happen. Would love to see that piece of shit go. But again, I, I just don't
2: think that's going to happen. He just likes to touch people, man. And uh, he just had to do it, apparently. <laughs> that's peace, Cuomo. Peace oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about John There's,
1: Kerry too many scandals
2: yeah the too only many, reason too many scandals.
0: the only reason that <laughs> Kerry is even many. relevant is because he married ketchup lady
1: yeah
2: yeah it's true
0: remember if he didn't have all it that money nice. he never would have been able to make yeah. that presidential run and all sure. this shit never would have happened
1: yeah i still remember i don't remember which cycle it was if one of the times he was running in the primary somebody dressed up in a flip-flop and followed him around yes flip-flops on so many things yeah. i think we should bring that back we need to <laughs> i was Matt,
2: for, i was for the war before if we I was get you a it.
1: flip-flop will you yeah.
2: follow him around yeah and i'll, I'll ride a bike and okay. crash into. In him. a swift boat. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the swift boat
0: attacks were actually really. <laughs> they worked. Yeah. He um, shot,
2: well, he did shoot himself in the Macon Delta.
0: True. True.
2: It's been. It's in a book. He hasn't
0: Someone said it. <laughs> Let's talk about some more Biden shit going on here. So, you wrote about this this morning on Townhall.com. Spencer, tell us about his uh, new minimum wage hike, but it's not for everybody.
1: Well, no, it's definitely not for everybody. So as anybody remembers, you know, uh, the Democrats were promising that we would get a federal statutory $15 minimum wage accomplished because the American people are supposedly languishing under these, you know, poverty wages and nobody has a chance to ever survive or better themselves, which is clearly not the case. Um, And obviously that proposal didn't end up making it through to the president's desk to sign into a law. Um, Matt had a great piece up about how it was just widely panned by everyone because when it was finally introduced it said by 2025 we'll have mm-hmm. a $15 wage and yeah. they were like but by then it won't be good enough. Yeah um, by then it should be $35 days, yeah, so basically. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, we had of course they tried to sneak it in on the like $1.9 trillion COVID relief bill and Kristen Cinema famously went to the floor uh, the Senate and gave it a big thumbs down. Which so was awesome by the it, way. It was yes. great yeah so that failed with bipartisan opposition and so Biden is doing exactly what President Obama did, which is using an executive order to raise the minimum wage, but only for federally contracted workers. So it's only government employees, basically, the people who work in federal facilities. Uh, For example, the people who at Union Station in DC work at the Potbelly and the restaurants there are technically federal uh, contract workers. So they're getting a raise Uh, that'll hit uh, around the spring in 2022. Um, And the government is claiming that this will have no ill effect to taxpayers who are the ones who (laughs) pay their salaries. um, And they say that we'll recoup the cost of this higher wage through, you know, increased productivity and happiness for these federal employees. Um, It's
0: basically just a giveaway to Bellway people. Completely. Well,
1: and it was funny because as I I was reading this, I was like, oh, wait, I literally covered this seven years ago when I was an intern in D.C. writing commentary because when Obama did this, uh, he raised the minimum wage up to $10.10 an hour for these federal workers. Yeah. And people back then said it wasn't enough and said they deserve $18. Uh, and that was when I realized that the potbelly lady at Union Station was a federal employee and taxpayers were paying her to make sandwiches. And she thought she needed, you know, almost forty grand a year. I mean, why it.
0: not just pay everyone $100,000, you know?
1: Universal basic. Like, yeah, basically. Cohen hey, I'm Grant. for that. <laughs> <laughs> we could just do this all day. We could yeah. Just yeah. Sit That's true. We could just, talk, just sit yeah, around. Yeah, just talk. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. Does it, uh, Get you a nicer laptop that
0: yeah. won't you know, overheat? A nicer laptop? that That's the irony of this laptop that overheats is it's a fucking $3,500 MacBook. Yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk so, about the Second Amendment here. So, for the first time in over a decade, we're going to have a uh, Second Amendment case in front of the Supreme Court, which is pretty big. Uh, but I am not optimistic. and I'll tell you why.
2: Yeah, here we go.
0: <laughs> because... It only takes four to take the case. Yeah. You need that fifth, right? Where do you get the fifth? Because it's not going to be Roberts, right? Obviously, Thomas and Alito are going to be with us, okay? Is ACB going to be with us? Is Kavanaugh going to be with us? And is Gorsuch going to be with us? That's three big unknowns, and it's a huge part of the equation. I would
2: say a 62% chance they're with us. See, that's lower than it should be. Yeah. yeah,
0: Right? For for basically what yeah. most conservatives consider yeah. to be a constitutional God-given yeah. right. So, it is a huge case, New York State and Rifle and Pistol Association versus Corlett. Uh, who's Corlett? I don't know who Corlett is. Is that a... Is that like just a politician, a local politician? Yeah, let's we'll see. It must be. But basically, yeah. the question here... Is whether the Second Amendment allows the government to prohibit ordinary law-abiding citizens from carrying handguns outside of the home for self-defense. Yes. So. This is
2: a question that's been brought up many times. This is this is ten, almost ten years in the making. Which there was, there was a New Jersey case. There was a, a a gentleman in Maryland tried to do this in twenty you know twenty thirteen twenty fourteen twenty fifteen I think, um, and they've always never had the they never had enough. Votes to get it, get to hear arguments. So finally, it's here. So one step. Closer. Well, here's the thing: is even if
0: they do rule with us, which I, yeah. I, I certainly hope they do, may issue it's, laws go bye bye. May issue, but it still only takes the shall issue, right? It's not a yeah. constitutional carry issue here. Yeah, yeah. It's not like it's going to automatically flip yeah. on the switch for yeah. the whole country that concealed carry is constitutional, or yeah. even open carry is constitutional. Yeah. You'll still need to get the permit, which these states, I'm sure, will make. Onerously difficult. I would love to see that be a part of the ruling. Is that you know? Yeah, they, well, you know they added the uncommon justifi- use
2: yeah. or the justifiable need clause. Right. That that that's also been challenged. there needs to
0: be a rule. It can't be an excessive, you know, fee or fine or yeah. levy or yeah. or tax yeah. or any of that because you're basically just pricing out average people from yeah. owning guns. Yeah. You know, you live in D.C. Spencer. Yeah. yeah. And getting a gun there is like more difficult than winning the lottery
1: oh yeah no it's it's one of those things that's just yeah i grew up in minnesota my whole family hunts my whole family is you know owns many different guns at mm-hmm. this point because we need the hunting ones and the personal protection ones and the ones that are just fun to shoot um but like the thought of going through the process to have any sort of a firearm in dc is just ridiculous and that's kind of the point is how how owners can they make it for me to have you know a handgun just to protect myself in my own apartment or when mm-hmm. i walk to the grocery store or whatever dc crime is one of those places where it continues to skyrocket it's oddly enough like young high school age girls doing carjackings more frequently than anything else um but it's just it's crazy stuff like that that like yeah it would be great to have the peace of mind knowing when i'm on the metro or wherever i am i could have some ability to protect myself beyond like hitting them in the head with my phone and you just don't have that because of all the restrictions they put around it. But I think it's this case will be interesting because it's a big sort of test point for sort of the Trump judicial legacy and yeah. therefore McConnell's judicial legacy as well yeah. and the Republicans in the Senate um, because that was that was pitched to us for the last, you know, four yeah. or five years as yeah. this is the firewall that will protect us even in the event that Trump doesn't win a second term and he didn't. Um, you know, this is what's going to protect freedom and make sure that the people have an actual right to get some sort of redress their grievances, mm-hmm. and if we can't get this, that's going to be not good. That's going to be bad, and also yeah. cast doubt then on whether we should people should bring any other cases before the Supreme Court. If yeah, we, if we yeah. want to make sure it's a win.
0: Well, there's some other interesting gun cases in the pipeline too. I was just uh, reading about New Jersey. Uh, there is a challenge to the magazine limit, oh. ten rounds. Right. So that might make it up to SCOTUS as well. I mean, this is what we as Second Amendment. Uh, enthusiasts have been hoping for for a really long time. Yeah, it's been a so, long time coming. I'm just preparing myself now for, for the disappointment. disappointment so that yeah. I don't have to be depressed later on. But I'd be pleasantly surprised if they if they do this. But yeah. I believe this isn't going to be... Is this going to be argued next term? Or... Because we're in between now, right? Like, we're, aren't we in the argument stage and then they're about to come to decisions soon? I this know... must be for next term.
1: Well, I know there were new arguments held... Uh... Yesterday, And there mm-hmm. are decisions coming, I think, Thursday, this week, and Friday, maybe.
0: Yeah, we're getting into decision season. We're also getting yeah. into possible retirement season. Yes. Uh, and if anyone does retire, it's going to be Breyer going so that the Dems can fill the seat, uh, which at least it doesn't change the balance. No. So we're, we're good on the balance. I mean, John Roberts, you know, everybody knows about John yeah. Roberts. But So that's going to be interesting to watch what happens there. There are some other significant cases before them as well that are going to be ruled on in the next uh, few weeks. So... This is always an interesting time of year for at least the people who follow legal stuff closely, but it does have a large effect on everyday life. Speaking of large effect on everyday life, here in Virginia, we have now critical race theory infecting every single school here through the Virginia Department of Education. Literally, the Department of Education for the whole entire Commonwealth has mandated that they're changing the entire K-12 math curriculum statewide basically removing advanced math courses prior to 11th grade, so for all of middle school and elementary school, because it's racist. Mm -hmm. Mm. Because, Because apparently it disproportionately crushes minority families, is their argument, which... Well, some minority families. Well... (laughs) says the Asian. Says the Asian. But I I just, I couldn't believe when I read this that this is an actual state, you know, a commonwealth policy. Like, it's, it's outrageous, and the parents were outraged. Yeah. I mean, isn't that the goal? It should be the goal, at least for any kid, regardless of your race, to get into the advanced math courses. Yeah. Right? I mean, I did that. Like...
1: I, Am I the only person in this room who was really bad at math? <laughs> when well, no, I was, um, I'm bad at math.
0: I, I was only but, up yeah. until like middle school. Okay, and then I, then I was like, fuck math, because yeah. I
1: never had a chance at an advanced place uh, placement math class. But I also didn't see that as any form of oppression. Well, it was because yeah. I couldn't. Well, it's not I even just like, AP yeah, I anymore. Do math either, it's right.
0: like honors. True. Right. Yeah. Like now, it's like I, it's like the, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we worked on like an ABC level, okay. and then honors, and then
2: AP. Yeah. wow. I was so bad at math I was put in like the fucking retard class oh my god there was like like, a sub level there was like the regular there was the honors the regular people and then I was like in like the special the special ed
0: class and that is what truly cemented your status (laughs) as what you referred to as a banana yeah right yeah yellow on the outside outside, white on on the the inside inside. you're an honorary Italian yeah Yeah, we're good with it's, math. Listen, it's just street math.
2: I have white parents. That's 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 the reason. Yeah, that. <laughs> exactly. That's the reason I'm bad about math. Oh my god, I had no got, tiger mom. This you know, got so me. derailed uh, from what I, I wanted. Was, to I wasn't waterborne because I didn't know fractals or some oh, shit like
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that term in a long time.
2: <laughs> anyway. The Mandelbrot set.
0: <laughs> so yes, apparently math is now also racist, joining the long list of things of everything in this country that's racist. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: and even Bill Maher yeah is on our side on this yeah where he's basically calling out the uber leftists yeah. who's who say you know everything is racist and we need socialism and capitalism is terrible and the woke of america yeah and here, there, there's a good clip of him from his show on friday night uh which I, I think someone red-pilled him i don't know yeah. it's like yeah. lately it was,
2: it was in march it was in march
0: i thought it was this friday no no. no. you sure
2: I thought it was actually this this there is, was another hey, one in hey, March. This is a first. This no, this is, is a, no, a, yeah. but no, no, But the first is that he's had multiple Friday right, commentaries right, right. that have been on fire. Yes. That's so, why I'm saying he's been red because yeah. this is a, this is a, yeah. another
0: one because there was that one in March. Yeah, and there's been multiple over the past few years on yeah, COVID and everything. Mm. But this specifically, let's go ahead and take a listen to that
3: clip. A third of people under 35 say they're in favor of abolishing the police, not defunding, but doing away with a police force altogether which is less of a policy position and more of a leg tattoo. (laughs) 36% of millennials think it might be a good idea to try communism. But much of the world did try it. I know millennials think that doesn't count because they weren't alive when it happened. But it did happen. And there are people around who remember it. Pining for communism is like pining for Betamax or MySpace. So when you say, you're old, you don't get it. Get what? Abolish the police and the border patrol and capitalism and cancel Lincoln? No, I get it. The problem isn't that I don't get what you're saying or that I'm old. The problem is that your ideas are stupid. (laughs) If you say, let's eat in the bathroom and shit in the kitchen, yeah, that's a new idea. (laughs) But I wouldn't call it interior design. (laughs) You think someone 80 is hopeless because they can't use an iPhone? Maybe the one who's hopeless is the one who can't stop using it. (laughs) 20% of Gen Z agree with the statement, society would be better off if all property was owned by the public and managed by the government. And another 29% say they don't know if that's a good idea. Here's who does know, anyone who wasn't born yesterday.
0: I love the part where he's like, we could shit in the kitchen and eat in the bathroom. That's a new idea. That doesn't mean it's a good idea. Uh, and for those of you that didn't know, before Spencer came over to us, he was uh, working basically against this kind of stuff on college campuses. Yeah. Uh, and, and what have you seen out there that most people aren't even like aware is going on in these academia settings and is now infecting Uh, not just American corporations, but, you know, supposed institutions like the U.S. government and media, uh, which are now, as we've talked about, all basically working in uh, sympathy with each other. What what have you seen out
1: there? Yeah, well, the kids are not all right is kind of the the main takeaway. Mm -hmm. And it's because of the way that this wokeification has taken a hold at universities over a number of decades, really, Uh, But I think for a long time, people assumed that stuff that happened on college campuses would be contained to those campuses. Like, everybody knows UC Berkeley is nuts. Everybody knows that, like, Ivy League schools are obviously not Bible colleges anymore. But they thought that that kind of stuff would be contained on campuses. And students, when they have to, like, pay taxes and buy a home and start Mm -hmm. a family, they would somehow grow up and grow out of it. (laughs) That has not been the case. There was this I used to refer to it as this rude awakening theory that like they would get out of college, and they would be rudely awakened to the realities of what it is to be a successful adult. And it turns out the opposite was true where the real world was very very rudely awakened to, oh, this is what cancel culture is. This is what mm-hmm. you can and can't say. This is what happens if you dare to have ever said anything or are a person who maybe has made progress in your personal thoughts or opinions or words. And so the stuff that's going on on college campuses it kind of feeds into and creates this generation of people who like, literally can't handle an opposing thought to save their lives. Literally, is, yeah. Like, you have situations where at these supposedly prestigious institutions that cloak themselves in this veneer of like elitism, they tell students that if you're in a class or in a discussion group and you hear something you disagree with, to say, ouch, as if somebody has physically like pinched you. Really? Like, that's, yeah. that's how oh, they teach God. students oh, to respond to ideas that they disagree with. Whether it's the wrong idea or not, if they disagree with it, you just say, oh, ouch. And then... The person who hurt you, uh, who made you say "ouch," then needs to apologize and Uh. you know make sure that you're okay. And so we have, you know, like safe spaces are things that people talk about all the time. But unless you've seen a safe space being set up, you don't actually understand how infantilizing it is that they have coloring books and play doh and bubbles and like stuffed animals. (laughs) Yeah, it's just insane. And so while while the left is claiming on campuses that the next generation or whatever is so fragile that they need safe spaces and to say ouch when they hear things they disagree with. They also are the same people who are engaging in physical violence against conservatives and people they disagree with. So they try to play it off like they're so fragile and they need this protection. But then, you know, I spent five and a half years going to more than two or three dozen campuses, the worst ones you can think of. And every single time you get there, you see these radicals just running around, smashing windows, setting buildings on fire. Everything that we saw in the streets of Minneapolis and New York and Chicago has been happening on campuses for decades. And they've just finally realized that they can export that to broader culture, Mm -hmm. and they now have cover from the media, they have cover from the Democrats, and there's really nothing stopping them from acting like this, because it's what they've been trained. And they're
0: becoming the institutions.
1: Oh, completely, yeah. So like you said, I mean, these are the people now who they were on college campuses a few years ago. Now they're the editors in the newsrooms, and Mm -hmm. the people who are deciding, you know, the like all of these fortune 500 companies have brought in these like diversity consultants or whatever who they pay you know 30 grand to tell all of their employees that they're racist and horrible people and of course everything is kind of burning down around us when that kind of stuff happens
3: yep
0: yep and uh what was it that uh when katie came to oh, uc yeah. berkeley we right? finally
1: have a venue where i can tell this story in oh yes, color. This this is is so yes. yes this is so much better this is a situation that happened, and I just I didn't feel right, you know, bringing this to like Fox and Friends audiences. <laughs> um, so. Uh, Young America's Foundation, we had scheduled with our YAF chapter at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, which is known as, like, not a liberal or a Democrat city, but just like a communist fascist city, basically. Yeah. Like, more people there have signs or, like, the communist flag than have, like, Democrat or Hillary Clinton stickers at the time. So we're bringing Katie in to speak. She's going to talk about Campus Carry and why it's a girl's best friend, because, you know, the left will tell women that they are weak and helpless, and if, uh, you know, somebody's trying to harass or assault them, that they should, like, bomb it on themselves. That's Mm -hmm. what the left literally tells women to do. And so Katie was coming in to point out that, like, hey, you know what? If you allow campus carry and female students can carry guns, nobody's going to pick on them because they don't want to get shot. And so she was coming in to do this. And as soon as we announced it, uh, this was around the time this organization called Cox Not Glocks was gaining prominence. (laughs) And it started, (laughs) I believe, at UT Austin initially. Um, And it was this organization that believed that in order to get students talking about the dangers of gun ownership, they would hand out dildos. Uh, to start that <laughs> conversation Okay. And so, I remember that yep. and so yeah. Cox Not Glocks uh, had apparently a chapter at UW Madison and they uh, organized what I discovered in my pre-event research to see kind of what am I walking into they scheduled uh, what they called a boner fide penis arts fest <laughs> oh my in gosh. order <laughs> to Christ. protest uh, Katie Pavlich's appearance there and so we saw this and uh, we ended up getting uh, security for Katie because uh-huh. they were planning on they basically were threatening to shut down the event by any means necessary. By throwing which,
2: dildos onto the stage?
1: Yep. And so we <laughs> needed to have uh, a, a bag check. And in this case, you know, these, these leftists, a we, bag bag check, bag check. we <laughs> knew that they wouldn't have guns because guns are evil. Yeah, but we yeah, were yeah. more worried about what else they might yeah, have.
2: Assault by sex toys.
1: And so, uh, in what I believe Katie actually pointed out in a town hall column at the time, uh, a real act of uh, misogyny and uh, sort of the patriarchy... Almost literally raining down on a strong <laughs> yeah. conservative woman who's advocating yeah. for Second Amendment rights by lobbing dildos uh, in our direction when we finally made it to the venue. So thankfully she was allowed to speak. It was sold out, packed, packed venue. Whatever. There was Put a no friggin
0: story. There yeah. were no.
1: Um, uh, I don't even know how to describe it anymore. But no dildo interruptions, and uh, <laughs> it, it was a great event. But that is no that uprisings. Is, that is no. God. That is the the state of sort of the intellectual opposition to just the Second Amendment on campuses.
0: You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start an organization called Cox and Glocks, (laughs) which is a men's-only group of Glock owners. I think it's a great idea. idea. Honestly, I'm going to trademark that. we'll
2: throw dildos at the anti-gun people. (laughs) Yes, Yes, at the Supreme Court. At the Supreme Court, yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) We actually probably should go out there and purchase, although I don't go into D.C. for nearly anything nowadays. Well,
2: dude, we'll get carjacked if we (laughs) go in there. Seriously. That's
0: true. My car's too nice to bring into the city. yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even the D.C. Yeah. residents, you like, can, And you can't terrible. bring a gun with you, so if you just bring a dildo, if anyone tries to carjack you, just throw a dildo in their face God. and then run away. God. Run! I, I guess I gotta make
0: sure to buy a big one. <laughs> um. <laughs> Alright, that was a great story there. Uh. <laughs> let's, let's talk about, oh, I, I can't make that transition, it's too much... California recall. Well, that transition with Caitlin. I'm glad yeah, you said it. That's what I, <laughs> I was about to make a joke about that. So mm. buckle uh, up, Buckaroo. <laughs> <laughs> she did, in fact, run someone over. She did. Um, uh, but anyway, the California recall has been triggered. We uh, supposedly have enough validated signatures on the petition. Uh, the only thing that I don't like is that now apparently a 30-day window begins, in which you can remove your name so now they're going to try to pressure people to remove their names from this recall which their latest argument is oh well it's too expensive to run an election and they're like what's going to cost 400 million dollars I'm like Okay, well, the current moron governor oversaw the disbursement of about twenty-two billion dollars or more. they're still being uncovered of fraudulent unemployment claims due to the pandemic. Many of which went to illegal immigrants, and they handed out, shelled out cash to illegals all over the place. So I don't want to hear about costs. Yeah. Okay. He should have gone the French Laundry. There you go. <laughs> well, that, that's actually really what <laughs> yeah, did him I in. I mean, the really, entire thing. it was
2: that. I mean, the dinner. Yeah. Napa Valley was did him in. So basically.
0: Recall is gonna happen. And we have a bunch of candidates that are out there. You know, you got guys like Kevin Falconer, who's like more kind of an establishment GOP person, but now you also have Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. And I find that really interesting. Uh, you, you, all of you who listen to this show, know I don't buy into that transgender shit. but <laughs> I can tell you that it is, it can be a very effective campaign tool to basically say. All you Californians, if you don't vote for me, you're nothing but a bunch of transphobic bigots.
2: It's true. That's the that's playbook the, rule. the left is used. Yeah. Exactly. So if you rules. don't vote for Stacey
1: Abrams, you're a racist and a yep. misogynist, and they don't allow you to try yeah. to parse apart, you know, maybe someone has ideas I disagree yeah. with. Right. Yeah.
0: Exactly. So that's why I want to use it against them, yeah. just mm-hmm. just for the fun
2: of it. Oh, absolutely. I'm actually uh, for the porn star running. I think there's a porn star running. Is there? Yeah. We should mm-hmm. probably get behind her.
0: Well, you know, the interesting thing with a recall <laughs> half is that podcast. it's not. <laughs> It's not like Newsom's running against these people per se.
2: Yeah.
0: Newsom's running to stay in office because with the recall ballot, there's basically two questions. Yep. The first is, do you want to recall the governor? If you get 50% plus one that say yes, governor's out. And he can't be put back in. Yeah. So he's done. You get Greg davis happens. Great yeah, Davis, and that's yeah. how you end up with Schwarzenegger yes. because then the next question is a list of, you know, <laughs> 10 to 20, maybe even 30 people that are going to be running for this office that won't require an outright majority. Yeah. It really only requires and, a plurality. And
2: unlike Wisconsin, it's going to it's California, so there's going to be a bunch of crazy people, right? Right. <laughs> it's oh, going to yeah. be right. a circus. Like even 2003 was a circus. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Ariana so, Huffington ran for governor. I forgot about <laughs> remember that. that. When you told me that, oh, yeah. I looked it up. I mean, yeah. she only really got like 6,000 wow. votes. And that's how they ended up with yeah, Schwarzenegger yeah. Yeah. Yep.
0: So, you know, something like budget.
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> it is a total <laughs> recall. <laughs> it is a
0: total recall. Your uh, administration is terminated.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens
0: there. we are got an election out in California. But, you know, I, I just love this because it's a blow to the Democrats. Because, yes. obviously, the governor of the largest Democrat state, just the largest state, yeah. is facing a major recall yeah. effort now. And
2: the other one is, uh, you know, killed a whole bunch of old people, touched their, all, every woman he can get his hands on. and. Well, it's interesting you safe, bring that though, up. But he's safe though. So the two beacons of liberal America are basically a bunch of scumbags.
0: It's interesting <laughs> you bring that up. Any other thoughts on California before we move on?
1: Good. Oh good. I can't wait to watch and see what happens. No matter what happens, it's going to be a wild. I think it's going to be a wild yeah, show. Yeah. It's
0: like shades of Wisconsin a little bit, yeah. kind of, with the, with the Walker yeah. recall and like but he beat that. I actually think that Newsom's going down. That's my oh, prediction.
1: Completely. Well, and what's interesting in Wisconsin, just briefly, is yeah. that in the recall. Uh, Walker actually got more votes than yep, he did, did in the election. And that's because people in Wisconsin are like, no, we elected him. Let's let him do his thing. Right. And we have a chance at accountability after his first term. Yeah. Whereas, like, I don't think that sort of Midwestern level-headedness exists in most of the California electorate. Mm-hmm. So I think they're – I mean, people voting for Caitlyn Jenner as a joke I see being a total possibility. Oh, I agree. Yeah.
0: And, I mean, you see leftists out there even. They're mad with Newsom because to them he's not far left enough. Right. Right? And that's kind of the same dynamic you have in New York City with de Blasio, right? Mm-hmm. Is, of course, the Republicans hate him. The few that are still left there, God bless them. But you have the far left that hates him for not being left enough. Yeah. So that's an interesting dynamic. It's going to be a big story. We're going to cover for you at townhall.com. Of course, every, everything that happens out there. Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't look like my man, Rick Grinnell, is going to run. But I love Rick. Hopefully he does. We'll see what happens. But another thing that's going on right now is the census. Mm. And it's interesting you brought up Cuomo because one thing about the <laughs> census here is that if Cuomo hadn't killed all those old people, it's quite possible New York wouldn't have lost its congressional seat.
1: Yeah, no, I think, he, <laughs> I think it's fair to say he literally cost New York State uh, a seat in Congress. Yep. Like there's, there's, the, the margin was so small. It was 89 people. If New mm-hmm. York had counted 89 more people among its population, they wouldn't have lost a congressional seat.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and you wrote about this yesterday. So what, who are the winners and who are the losers here of, of this entire reapportionment?
1: It's not COVID.
0: Yeah, no worries. Uh, so, <laughs> Get your mask on.
2: Everyone get the mask on. Masks. Vaccinated but not safe
1: still. So the... The census, everybody kind of forgets that it happened because it happened in the middle of a pandemic, and it was just people who went online pretty much to fill out the form. Um, but the the main result of the census is not just to see where people are moving to, even though it was interesting to see people move kind of south and west, um, which is a trend that continued from the last decennial census. But it also decides how many congressional seats each state will get for the next uh, 10 years, and so um, it was. I think it came as a surprise to a lot of people, judged on the reaction I see, because a lot of people thought my home state of Minnesota was gonna lose a congressional seat because there's just not that many people moving to Minnesota probably for good reason. Um, but then the fact that New York and California lost seats, uh, was kind of surprising to people. California and New York, as you will note, as we talked about, are these liberal bastions that supposedly have these superior leaders and have mm-hmm. these great places to live. But as was pointed out yesterday on the census sort of media call announcing this They both had a net negative domestic uh, sort of in and out. And so that means more people left New York and California than moved in in the last 10 years. And where did they all go? They went to Texas, which picked up two seats. They went to Florida, which picked up a seat. It went to states where it's much easier to live a good life. You can have guns. You can make and keep the money that you make and all these other things. So I think we saw sort of the continued trend where people don't want to live in these leftists' backyards because it's just not fun.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was surprised that New Jersey didn't lose a seat. They're definitely net outflow up there. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be yeah, interesting. Yeah, and
2: also a bunch of people died there. I well, think they yeah. cooked the books investigation. I mean, Cuomo It's did. possible. Yeah. I mean, Cuomo cooked problems. the books. Somebody's that, cooking yeah. the books. Yeah, someone's you know, cooking the books.
0: Florida, I think, just missed out on gaining another seat, uh, as did Arizona. However, there was an interesting uh, aspect to this that I was reading about, is that it could be that Hispanics were undercounted, right? hmm mm. But that when they redraw the lines, it could hurt the Dems a lot because Hispanics are actually trending towards us. Yeah, especially in the border states, yeah. Arizona, Texas. Well, if white Florida. liberals
2: keep up with their you know overblown racial resentment, mm-hmm. you know narrative and defunding the police antics, they are, they are going to lose more votes. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: And I think uh, I did the rough math, and it was like basically because this affects the electoral college as well. Yeah. So yeah. those the states are gonna lose the electoral votes and they gain the they gain to the ones that gain. Uh I think it's about plus four or five for us, mm-hmm. which isn't nothing. Yeah. So um
1: well I mean Pelosi right now has a very razor thin ability oh, yeah. to get anything through. Yeah. Like she she does not enjoy any sort of yeah. comfort in her ability to it's only know that she's four or five get stuff done. majority, Yeah. Right? Yeah. And right. plus with the warring factions you have the squad which yeah. can yeah. pull its yep. support at any time and totally yep. do her in. Yep.
0: And so that's basically the interesting thing, right, is that if you take these states just on a purely red or blue basis, I mean, it depends where they draw these districts in, the new ones versus taking out the old ones, but that could be enough to sway the House right there. Oh, yeah. Which is going to be key, I think. We really have to take back the House in 2022 uh, because the Senate map is not nearly as friendly. So that's a huge key. I mean, you even see, like, you know, the Washington Post, Wall Street Journal, New York Times being like, yeah, these census results are actually pretty positive for conservatives, and I'm yeah.
1: like,
2: yeah, they yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> so how dare people move also?
1: Well, and the interesting thing too, so obviously what the census tells us is how many seats each state will get, but then each state individually is responsible for drawing yeah. those lines and those maps and those districts, mm-hmm. and Republicans and conservatives control yes. the state houses that are the ones yeah. that actually make the map and determine basically how things are gonna yeah. fall, yep. red or blue, yeah. and I, a lot of, places. of states, yeah. Yeah. basically everywhere, except that, for those. That's actually you know, yeah one of the
2: underreported, you know, good stories for the twenty twenty cycle is how Democrats utterly failed at all their targeted state legislatures. Oh yeah, Republicans down ticket. I mean, except for the I mean, presidential, obviously, not so much. But House, right. state, local elections, Republicans did well. It's because they didn't bother with the down tickets in well, their operations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you thing. You know, my there's some <laughs> uh, there's you know they didn't do. Uh,
0: Someone's doing the fraud. Frauding,
2: yes. Fraud.
0: Well, you see how they freak out about voter ID, right? Yeah. Like, that's just a a basic thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not much to ask people to show ID to vote. Who doesn't have an ID, right? You get ID'd to buy cigarettes. You get ID'd to fucking buy alcohol. You get ID'd to do
1: basically everything. You I'm I'm pretty convinced that you could not function in society without an ID. Correct. Because whether yeah. you're renting a car, buying yeah. cigarettes, buying alcohol, getting right. on a yeah. plane, yeah. any any government building you go into normally you have to you show some ID. form of ID. Yeah. And pretty much every state offers free or somehow they like, cover the cost yeah. of an ID for somebody who can prove that yeah. they can't afford it. But it's The not- most
2: I've seen charge for a non driver's license photo ID is like yeah. ten bucks. Yeah. Because remember the big remember like was it six years ago, seven yeah. years ago the narrative was well these poor black people it's too much money for them to you know for the the application fee and everyone's like well it's like it's seven bucks it's ten bucks I just
0: don't get how you can make that argument in today's society that you can live without an ID like I don't know very much anyone that can do that I mean the Unabomber that's the only person that comes to mind he was a terrorist you know you need need an Mm -hmm. ID to buy a gun Yeah, and that's also a constitutional right just to
1: get a job I, yeah, you yeah. have to prove that you're eligible to work here. Yeah, and well, not insurance? everybody does E-Verify
2: right? like we yeah, do, right, but yeah. <laughs> but you, you whole, know it's, a whole host of stuff. Yeah, I mean it's
0: yeah, it's really something that this is even like an argument, and it, it leads you to ask the bigger question: is why don't they want this to be a thing? Mm-hmm. You know. Because it makes it easier yeah. to do nefarious things. Yeah. No, I'm not saying that every single election there's nefarious things going on, and but there's certainly a playbook for it. Yeah. You remember that guy from New Jersey, oh, yeah, Patterson, New Jersey? Yeah. Trump talked about it all the time. Yeah. But it was a true story. Yeah.
2: This is how he, I did it. Yeah. He, he bought he off people. Laid he, the entire thing yeah, out in he, the fucking he, paper. He got he he became buddy buddies with the uh, the, the the mail people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To basically, you know, oh something got lost in the mail. Yep. That type of stuff. So, um, you know yeah. Hey, listen. It's okay, folks, because we're going to do it ourselves. We're, we should we, do it better. We
0: physically <laughs> are on, not Spencer. going to do it. I'm doing nothing. For the, for the FBI that's listening, we physically are not going to do that. Yeah, we're not going to wink, Because they certainly wink. are listening to this podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. About that. I'm
2: sorry. Yeah. We're law-abiding citizens. We would never do something like, like that. Like Gerard Butler. in yeah. law-abiding citizens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we definitely. like to give back to our community and and live peacefully.
0: We're definitely on Joe's list. There's no doubts about yeah, that. I'm back probably. on the list. Remember because it was Obama. Yeah. Definitely was on yeah. the lists. Then yeah. Trump came in off
2: the lists, Back yeah. on now. If uh, people in this office start getting picked off due to accidents, folks, you know it's not an accident. Like Princess Diana. Yeah. They're, oh, they're, they're, well, She found out <laughs> that the royal family was reptilian humanoids. That's I mean, crazy. I couldn't, I that's can't believe. What's one theory out there? I can't
0: believe Megan's still going.
2: Oh, yeah. I thought the queen well, was well, going to have that. Yeah, well, that's sure. sure. Well, that's why she stayed here because she would have blown up that fucking plane if she went to the funeral. That's actually a that's good true. point. I thought of that yeah. too.
0: All right. Enough conspiracy <laughs> theories for today. Let's, let's talk about Joe Biden's job approval polls because these uh, these polls, I can't believe. They're, they're literally unbelievable. Some of these polls are like, oh, he has like a 60% approval rating. They're padding the shit out of it. And then they release some real ones that are like, well, it might actually be 49 which is basically tied for the lowest since I don't even know how long. Certainly since World it's War 2. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so what's your take on that?
1: 49 is the new 65. Yeah. <laughs> yeah basically, basically. Yeah. this is people, you know, there was a pandemic. There, there was just probably some misrepresent or underrepresentation of marginalized people as it <laughs> just universal <laughs> at this point in, in this country. So I, I think what's happening is people are, you know, just not answering the question, honestly, because they're afraid of blowback from the radical right.
2: <laughs> was God, somebody's doing the intimidating okay yeah. why the, would they not answer that was this? that was it's basically Q-anon, the
0: QAnon people honestly. are out but, there uh, scaring everybody but no, so, that was I like mean, the skit on fox where they do the party switch yeah, that was yeah. perfect i mean yeah, you literally exactly. just got to throw together a bunch of like intersectionality oh, bingo yeah. and then the, you've got a matrices oh. of
1: oppression are all coming to bear at this one that's ball, like earlier apparently.
0: when Kama was like it's really because of you know lgbtq and and this and that is the root cause of the migration crisis yeah, on the southern border and for like, sure Migration migration also the weather what the though. fuck
1: because it's just well, now finally for the first time hot in like salvador yeah the oppression well, salvador is finally warm
0: the oppression of indigenous people is the root cause of climate change also according to her uh, so yeah. you know i can i can't get over all these somebody root arrest
2: christopher columbus
0: the
1: rest uh, they tried. they graffitied the columbus statue i know yeah University it's got yeah, like, yeah. the greatest I'm it's italian the greatest well,
2: italian to ever walk the face of the earth is christopher columbus runner up is benito mussolini but oh my but God. But, <laughs> but christopher no. the fact that 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 they're trying to change that day that holiday in october is a disgrace absolute disgrace Two? didn't
1: they remove the the statue in philly forever yeah Yep. to whoever is in charge of Columbus Circle in D.C.'s credit. I assume it's the federal government. I don't know. It could be city No, probably. I think it's they Bowser. Had, they had the graffiti cleaned up the next day. Oh, yeah, good. I was impressed. That's good. Well, that's wow. only because
0: they want to cover for Antifa.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, at least, it's covering, at least yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: it's taxpayer uh, dollars. They're, they're going to
2: change that name.
1: I just get well. I mean, if DC gets statehood, they're yeah. changing it to uh, whatever. Makia Bryant Circle, Douglas. Sorry, oh god, too soon. <laughs> too soon. Sorry. Well, it's
0: interesting you bring up statehood because I yeah. wanted to get your take on that because oh, you're yeah. one the person yeah. actually lives in DC. I'm the dummy. <laughs> you said it, not me. But uh, well, <laughs> we, can, well, we,
2: we can't even say come over here across the river. It's 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 like basically going from like Russia to like Cuba. <laughs> well, we're not too far behind here.
0: Okay, yeah, that's yeah. true like 1962 Cuba with nuclear missiles aimed at the United States yeah that's true Um, we (laughs) survived all
2: the the firing squads (laughs) (laughs) that
0: happened Virginia (laughs) is sinking like the Titanic it really is and uh, it's only going to get worse this fall but we'll save that for another day We, we talk about that a lot yeah DC statehood. Yeah. You've written about it. Uh, What's going on with that and and what's your thoughts? It's
1: such a joke. But like my last sort of flip the script, flip the party thing, it's the exact same argument they make. Uh, DC statehood is a racial justice issue. Yeah. Because there are so many uh, minorities who live in DC who do not have voting representation in Congress. We must give it statehood in order to right this wrong so that way we have equality Mm -hmm. or something.
0: And then the alternate solution that Republicans
1: came up with... I mean, I think we should still just, again, to the FBI agent, this is a joke, just blow it up and just start over. (laughs) Just make it a swamp, just make it a deeper swamp and start over. Because nobody was supposed to live there in the first place. That's actually true. Uh, But the Republicans have proposed what I think is a good idea, which is the idea of retrocession. So where we're sitting now used to be D.C. before Uh Virginia took its chunk of the district back. Uh, But just giving the land that's not filled with federal buildings and stuff in D.C., just give it back to Maryland. And then you get your representation in Congress, you get your representation in the Senate, uh, you'll still pay taxes, but then apparently we don't mind paying taxes as long as you have representation or something. Apparently. That's (sighs) not it. Um, but But why
0: is that the problem?
1: the re- representation uh, the retrocession because oh, re- it knows? doesn't add two democrat senators. oh right well of <laughs> course because it's not actually about racial justice because nothing the left does is actually about making things better for the minorities yep. they claim to speak for it's about how much power can I get out of this or how much you know sort of gold stars from the left can how I many mansions I can uh, buy well yeah and so obviously
0: well and that's the the two right because mansion and cinema are the yeah. two problem centers so if they get DC They don't have a problem anymore.
1: Well, and even Jamie Raskin on the House side said the quiet part out loud. I put this in one of my stories. He was on some interview, and he talked about how the Senate is just kind of obstructing progress these days. Uh And I'm like, well, the Senate is literally created to be slow and deliberative. Yeah. But they want to get rid of the filibusters so they don't have to deal with opposition. They want to you know, add Uh another state so that way they get two more arguably would be just radical leftist senators.
0: Well, D.C. votes 93% democrat yeah. so and you so know it's those very people
1: depressing on election night when i go and check you know the returns yeah. and i see that it was like me and four other people who weren't democrats like, you and awesome. navy yard that's basically yeah, it that's <laughs> literally all that's left.
0: Yeah. but you know it's really interesting how they're basically just being totally transparent mm-hmm. with this Well, they don't um, have
1: to hide it anymore yeah right
0: and and it's all stuff that they said they wouldn't do mm-hmm. remember because yeah. they said they were going to govern from the center and we're going to be moderate well, they all, democrats. They all know that the the
2: liberal media is going to give them a big cushion. So oh yeah. They have their they have their gaslighters and spinmeisters at CNN, MSNBC, yep. and others so they can say the quiet part out loud and mm-hmm. it'll matter. be given it a nice little polished job and two you know, things
0: is first if they go down this path it really should be a constitutional amendment.
1: Well, the, the adding a st- adding making adding a state just independent of where it is, like if we were going to add, I don't know, Guam, Puerto Rico, whatever, right. that can be done much more easily. Yep. D.C., because D.C. was actually set up as the federal district, mm-hmm. it's not something that can just be added by a statute, which is something that the Republicans in the rules committee and stuff, as this was making its way to the House floor in the full vote, yep. raised repeatedly, and the Democrats just said, oh, no, don't, it's, don't worry about it. it. It's fine. Because they're going to pack the courts, then any mm-hmm. challenges presumably would just be shut down anyway. But so it's they,
0: specifically a federal district for a reason.
1: Yes, and then you have the second problem. So you have this issue of the, the Constitution outlines the authority uh, for Congress to create this district. And if you take stuff away by statute, you're taking away that power that's enumerated in the Constitution. Then the second issue uh, is the amendment that gave D.C. three electoral college votes. And where those votes would go... And who would be the one voting in the elect? Like who would decide where those electors went? Mm-hmm. And based on the proposal so far, it would be whoever's living in the White House would just automatically get three electoral votes because the only residents on federal property in D.C. are whoever is in the White House. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I didn't God. even know that part. Jeez. Because so, basically, what would happen if retrocession or statehood happens, either way, all of the land that's, like, the residential areas and whatever, anything that, like, the Capitol, Supreme Court, White yeah. House, the whatever DOJ building's on would become part of this new state or part of Maryland, all the other land then would stay the federal district which by constitutional amendment has three electoral college votes and the only person who lives in any of those buildings mm-hmm. is whoever lives in the oh House. so you'd have you know which shouldn't even have two, electoral college votes no so you'd have probably two people oh, man. with three electoral college votes that just
0: made me a lot more depressed yeah. <laughs> oh but since I we're talking about congress cheer you up
1: <laughs> great day
0: since we're talking about congress another uh, depressing thing yeah. they want to raise the shit out of our taxes Yes. And, you know, it's not necessarily us, per se, because we're not millionaires, at least yet. But they want to raise taxes on the people who make our economy run. Mm-hmm. And they want to not just raise the capital gains tax to an extraordinarily unbelievable number. They want to raise the estate tax, which is already theft to begin with. because Death tax. Yeah, the death tax. Why should you pay taxes when money is transferring within the same family, which probably was already taxed at least twice, if not three or four times. Mm -hmm. They want to raise the corporate tax, which is going to kill any chance of job creation and an economic recovery that we have in this country. And they think that this all should be done to fund their trillion-dollar socialist bullshit
2: policies. Infrastructure. (laughs)
0: Anything is infrastructure.
2: It's all infrastructure.
0: Whiskey everything.
2: is infrastructure. Everything is infrastructure. Mayonnaise is infrastructure.
0: My ass is infrastructure. Yeah. <laughs> and it literally, it, it's unbelievable how, you know how they always say, whoever dictates the language is winning the war. Oh, yeah. They took the definition of infrastructure and rolled everything that the federal government has ever done into it. Into it. Yeah. And not only that. If it from a very good source that in this infrastructure bill or plan or disaster or whatever you want to call it, they're going to attempt a mass amnesty oh my, and illegal aliens are infrastructure, apparently, <laughs> apparently, even though we have a you know human traffickers are infrastructure <laughs> you could go down the list, yeah, it's Rapists unbelievable. are infrastructure oh my God. I do love how when Trump, just a side note, gave his interview the other night, he repeated the same one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, they're sending murderers, they're sending rapists, and some, I assume, are good people. I cut off the
2: funding, and these countries automatically said, we'd love to have MS-13 back. Yeah, but,
0: yeah <laughs> that's true. Um, but, you know, what's happening up there is it's a desert unbelievable. Desert, yeah. And this was not what the, these Democrats sold to the American people. No, no, as, not You know, as in the presidential campaign or even in the congressional yeah. campaign. We all know that they lie,
2: though. So. Yeah, it is what you know. And it's not course. a lie when
1: they do it; it's for our best. Oh yeah, it's yeah. For yeah. our own yeah. good. Only the they, Democrats can lie. They can't yeah. tell us the truth because we can't handle the yeah. truth. Right. But also yeah. because if we heard the truth initially, we wouldn't yeah. go along with it. But then they lie enough that then it's like, oh, truth. What? Yeah. They just don't do, do any, any outreach. Matter. That's the thing.
0: So we're going down the slope to socialism pretty quick here, and I just don't know why
1: they would. I mean, obviously, they. I assume that they know what they're doing. Like, people will often kind of that idea about like we need to dispel with this idea that Barack Obama doesn't know exactly what he's doing. Yeah, like, they know that these tax hikes will hurt the economy, right? Like that. This isn't some sort of no. I don't new think they did. But like AOC, I get maybe not. But like Joe Biden knows damn well, well what he's doing. Well,
0: the chair of the Economic Council said yesterday that uh. there's no proof. Or evidence whatsoever that raising and doubling the capital gains tax will have a negative economic impact
1: okay that's a great point because actually that same guy said that about yeah. the minimum wage hike today he was like this, will, this yep. will be fine and so it's like okay so you, where
0: do they think that money I think goes just, yeah.
1: i think they must that must just be complete lie yeah because anybody who's been around longer than 20 minutes knows yeah. what happens when you well, raise taxes yeah exactly and we're tr- already trying to claw our way out of this thing that the government has kept this lockdown and all this economic harm in place way longer than it needed to be so why now as joe biden is finally still wearing a mask outside while telling us we don't have to are they taking Mm. action that would further harm the economy when we need it to be supercharged more than ever exactly yeah
0: and it, it really is if this passes and i really hope it doesn't but if it does this is going to be completely devastating to the American economy. You're going to see a lot of shit go down. You don't even have to believe in, in the true idea of trickle-down economics, which I do believe in, but you don't have to fully believe in that to realize that it's not the poor people in this country that create jobs. It's the rich. It's the people who run corporations, right? And where do they think these capital gains go to? Yes, sure, they go to the rich people's bank accounts, but they also go to spending in retail environments in restaurants in new york city in washington dc in these elite you know eastern cities in los angeles this is a lot of money changing a lot of hands and where does that money go to it goes to the average people to workers in tips in wages i mean it's a it's a, a cycle that if you disrupt it's over right
2: it's over it really and
0: that's what is. i'm really concerned with about this And. Uh, you see them talking about raising the gas tax and the social security tax and the Obamacare tax. Have they ever found a tax they don't like? No. It's unbelievable. No. It really is unbelievable. They definitely (laughs)
1: haven't. And it's just, it's so like, especially when it comes to the estate tax and like the death tax, Mm -hmm. that's one of the ones, obviously I am anti-all tax. But like that one is the one that just gets me so riled up because you have people who come to America, they start at a minimum wage job mm-hmm. and they build wealth, they work hard, they make a good life or whatever, and then the result everybody's goal generally in their American dream is they want to have their kids have a life better than their own. Yes. And so why would you not want to reward people for building wealth and passing it on to the next generation instead of having the government just keep scraping off it whether it's coming out of the retirement or then with the estate tax? Why would you not want people to build wealth unless you just want everybody's money and you want everybody to be poor?
0: Yep. Rules for thee, but not for me. That's basically the motto of the Democrat Party nowadays. All right, we're going to wrap this up for today. Thanks a lot for joining us, Spencer. We appreciate it. And if Jeez, you want. I need,
2: a, I need a drink after this episode. This is depressing. So down all our
0: episodes are depressed. I'm depressed. No, There's, but this is.
2: I'm now. I'm even more depressed. We need to have
1: like a, a bright side segment, Mr. Bright Side segment, yeah. where we have somebody who's happier than us come in. Yeah.
3: Uh, well, that's what we, we did. Out. That
0: we did that with Cruiser a few weeks ago, and but, it, but it, you know, it's it's it sucks that we have to talk about all these negative things, but it's just the reality of the situation here on the ground, and
1: well, if we don't talk about it, literally no one else will. Exactly. So, exactly. You
0: know how many times over the past? I say this all the time, but how many times over the past? 15 months has conservative media been so right and so ahead of the curve on so many things that the leftists and it's not even mainstream media it's all leftist media besides us now they tried to cover it up or say that we're conspiracy theorists right you know the lab theory the China virus lab theory now it's like the generally accepted thing mm-hmm. we talked about this last year at this time right you know Cuomo's nursing home scandal the Hunter Biden scandal mm-hmm. all of this stuff that we cover the border crisis you could go on and on all this stuff that we cover wouldn't be covered if we're not talking about it yeah. True. and it's really you know it's us and our collection sites here you know Town Hall Red State PJ Media and on there's some other good conservative outlets in there but without us and Fox News of course. Fox News being the main one on TV, but without us, this shit just wouldn't be talked about. And so that is one of the reasons we started our VIP subscription program. And I know you probably are all sick of hearing me talk about this, but it really is vital to funding our journalism, but protecting us from big tech, because big tech is out for us. They want to crush us. They don't want our opinions out there. They don't want our journalism out there. And we always talk about the unholy alliance of big tech, big media, big government, the Democrats, woke corporations, all working together against us and you as Americans. So if you want to help us fight back against Biden and his cabal of leftists, then you can do so by becoming a VIP member. We know not everyone can afford it. We thank all of you who have, and so many of you have, so we really appreciate that. But if you want to support the great team of conservatives over here like Matt, Katie, Spencer, this podcast and our team of dedicated patriots who are standing up against this, go to townhall.com slash subscribe. Use the promo code TRIGGERED to get 25% off your subscription. This goes directly to us taking the fight to the left and telling the truth about what's going on in this country. So uh, thanks to all of you who have already become VIP members. It means the world to us. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to reach out, email us, TRIGGERED at townhall.com. We love hearing from all of our listeners. And, of course, we appreciate your five-star ratings and reviews. So we will be back here on Thursday for another episode of Triggered.
2: See you then.